0: Isn't expressed on Wrestling Wind Down are those of the host and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of any other agency, organization, employer, or company. What's up, guys? It's Lo, and you are tuned in to Wrestling Windown, a female-founded and hosted podcast dedicated to professional wrestling and our favorite adult beverage. The weather is cooling down, and it is officially fall, y'all, and I have brought in the ladies of Twinkle Toast, Christine and Erin, to give their recommendations on what we should be drinking this fall we'll also be diving into some delicious food pairings to go with these wines including pumpkin pie brisket and more and of course i can't forget about my vegas local listeners we'll be giving some recommendations on where you can find some of the best ciders and wines this autumn season so grab your glass of wine we're going in for the three count always so excited to have Christine and Aaron of Twinkle Toast here on the show. They are so knowledgeable when it comes to wine and the different food pairings that you can pair these wines with. Now let's get to sipping. How are you ladies doing? Doing awesome. Excited for the fall weather. We had a little taste of it today. Yes, we did. What are some of your favorite wines for autumn?
1: So I think uh, when the weather starts to cool down, especially here in Vegas, it lends itself or opens the door for us to actually start drinking some red wine. <laughs> um, in the summer, it's like a lot of rosé, a lot of white wines, a lot of sparkling, which I enjoy all the time, to be honest. But I do start kind of opening up some of my lighter bodied red wines as the as the temperatures start to cool. So I would say some go-tos maybe for those those lighter styles. Going outside of like the obvious Pinot Noir box, maybe looking at like a Barbera, Dolcetto could be a good one. Do you have others that you enjoy?
2: Uh, I would, I go a little bit darker. So I would suggest like a Zinfandel, um, even a Tawny Port. If you have a little sweet tooth, like I do, those are, those are definitely my oh, favorites. And then if you
1: still want to go white, mm-hmm. maybe just go for something that's a little bit more full bodied. So if you've never had a Bordeaux Blanc, it's a Semillon blended with Sauvignon Blanc. Mm-hmm. So it's just a little bit richer, a little bit fuller, but it still kind of has that zip with the Sauvignon Blanc in there. So it still brightens it up. It's just a little bit different style. Like I said, and a little bit, it lends itself a little bit more to fall and some fall dishes.
0: What are some key notes that you guys think make a good fall wine?
1: So I think that it's drinkable. <laughs> <laughs> it fits in this glass and I can do this with it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, um, like I said, more than anything, it's about wine. is has a lot to do with the food that you're enjoying it with, or maybe the environment, the activities. So, where summer, maybe your poolside. So, certain wines really lend themselves to sipping it by the pool. Where now, it's like, hey, we're gonna light up a fire in the fire pit. It's gonna be a mm-hmm. little bit chillier outside. So like I said, sometimes you're going to maybe lean a little bit more toward those reds because they feel like they're going to be a bit cozier than a Mm -hmm. crisp, refreshing white wine. I also wanted to maybe bring up briefly the fall release of Gamay, which is uh, Beaujolais Nouveau, and the grape is Gamay. And that is traditionally like a Thanksgiving kind of turkey, cranberry sauce wine. Um, they're, They're very bright, fruity, fun Very light, easy drinking, and definitely meant to be enjoyed fresh and young. So, as soon as they're released each fall, they're meant to be enjoyed right away. Um, So that's definitely a really fun fall wine that comes out, like I said, once a year, every year around this time.
2: When I think of fall wines, I I tend to agree with Christine. uh, I fall back on those red wines, maybe wines that have more baking notes to it, like baking spices. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Something that we just recently discovered and lucky for you, I happen to have a bottle um, it is called Pop Up Sparkling. It is 100% Chardonnay, and it is a sparkling wine out of Washington, made by Charles Smith. Um, so it's going to be a little bit more full body, drier than a normal Prosecco, but really, really, really tasty. Very similar,
1: and then the bubbles are still very fine. But yeah, it's a very fun, very approachable wine. And honestly, if you're looking for something just to pop to celebrate the season, it literally has a pop top. Um, oh, yeah, I love it. So <laughs> You want a beer. They really <laughs> want to make it super user friendly. Mm-hmm. You don't just stress out about the cork or taking somebody's eye out <laughs> because you're opening <Right>. under- <laughs> a champagne bottle <model laughs> incorrectly. And you can actually purchase these right now. We picked one up at Corey's Fine Wine and Spirits on Eastern and they're $12.99. So super approachable price point, but still super fun, fresh, something different, something new. And like I said, something that you feel like you can kind of make every day a celebration with it. You're not having to break the bank to enjoy something with a little fizz.
0: Let's get into some food pairings. So what foods do you think would pair well with some of these delicious wines that you guys have mentioned?
1: Yeah, when we talk about um, like the Bordeaux Blanc, the Semillon, Sauvignon Blanc blend, that white blend, you can definitely, I'd say for those vegetarians out there, this would be great for you because it goes really well with squash, with Brussels sprouts. When you think about a Barbera, It's from Italy, and it's, I guess, apparently they call it the wine of the people in northern Italy. A little bit more approachable than a Barolo, which is um, made from the Nebbiolo grape, and they're a a bit more expensive, usually, than Barbera's as well, but that... Uh, maybe you could enjoy with a pot roast or sausages mm. on the grill I that told you so say. good okay <laughs> so this, so, and I love it so we totally cheated because we had your questions ahead of time but we were so excited
2: to like think of the pairings and my mouth was watering as I was thinking <laughs> about mine so for Zinfandel obviously you could drink it all year round but when I think of Zinfandel I think of barbecue and my mm-hmm. husband makes a stellar smoked brisket and because it's nicer outside it kind of reminds me of barbecue because that's when he feels more comfortable like going outside and Smoking a brisket um but also barbecue sauce yes yeah would would be great with some fendela anything i mean you could even do the turkey and cranberry sauce i think pairs really nicely with it with the bright acid of the cranberries but one of my favorite fall pairings because i have a sweet tooth is pumpkin pie and tawny port. so so Mm. so good well it had to be like two or three years ago christine and i did a wine pairing for all of the dishes that you would eat at Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and the holiday season. So we did a wine that you would enjoy with turkey, a wine that you would enjoy with stuffing, a wine that you would enjoy with pumpkin pie. And the tawny port blew everything else out of the water. It was such a perfect pairing. And we had tasted several other options. We tried ice wine with it. like So we got a pumpkin pie and we literally tasted things up against it. And the tawny oh my port goodness. hands down <laughs> one. So definitely worth it adding it to your repertoire for Thanksgiving, for Hanukkah, for Christmas, for anything that you would enjoy pumpkin pie with. I mean, at this point, you could find pumpkin puree like on the shelves all year round. So you have a hankering for pumpkin pie come April. I
1: still recommend a Tawny port. Yeah, one of our favorites, I think would probably be Graham's 20 Mm -hmm. year kind of the middle of the road the ice point um and you do get some of those eight it's a little bit has a little bit more age on it obviously because it's a 20 year Mm -hmm. but it's still uh, it's still fresh Mm -hmm. so it's approachable it's not something where if you're not used to drinking um aged ports that you're going to be turned off by it but it's that it's that beautiful golden color as well which you can kind of see even just in the coloring it would make sense mentally why it goes with the pumpkin pie yeah
0: now nah, I'm hungry. I really want some pie now. <laughs> Are there any restaurants here in Vegas that have some great fall wines that you guys have tasted recently or over the years? So kind of I
1: wanted to give a nod to one of our members only club partners because they definitely will have Gamay, the Beaujolais Nouveau wines they love Gamay. It's kind of like a sommelier nerd wine. Honestly, it's like one of those sommelier favorites that a lot of people aren't, maybe it's underappreciated by the public, but it's really delicious. So I would say Garagiste in the Arts District. It's across Mm. from Esther's Kitchen. If you haven't been, it's a wine bar. They also have charcuterie there. They have ciders, they have beer, Mm. which I would also, I wanted to throw out, I love a dry cider. So that's, I know it's not wine technically, but uh, I think fall, obviously, with mm-hmm. it being apple season, is the perfect season to enjoy a cider. Yes. <laughs> uh, so they have a good selection of ciders, um, they have some beer. And then they also obviously have a ton of wine. So if you're looking to try something new, they switch out their wines by the glass, I would say weekly. I mean, as soon as something runs out, they're popping something new in there to the point where there's times when I plan to go because I want to try something and then I get there and it's been sold out. (laughs) So if there's something you see that you want to try, like make sure you go and get it. But it's great because there's always something new. They'll definitely bring in things that, that are a bit more seasonal. Where I do think most restaurants kind of stick with a very similar uh list
0: throughout the year. Yeah.
1: And you'll see there, you'll definitely see some variation in terms of seasonality, which we think is super fun. We always like mixing it up. Yeah. And they're really fun to go
2: go to. And part of our members only program, if you join that it's half price bottles um, for your first bottle. For your first each bottle. Visit.
1: Mm-hmm. Each visit, your first bottle's is uh, half off. Yep. And you also can enjoy a $5, they have $5 happy hour wines, which you, if you're a Twinkle Toast members only club member, you can do $5 happy hour wines every hour. So
0: every hour is happy hour. <laughs> I like the sound of that. It <laughs> makes me
1: very happy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you've talked a little bit about the new one that you tried recently, but have there been any others that you've popped the quirk on and you're like, oh my goodness, like this wine is so good. I need to add it to like my list of wines that I love to go to when I just want a glass.
1: Yeah. I mean, I literally speaking about Zinfandel, um, which was Erin's choice. It's in it her fridge, in fridge <laughs> right now. Like, I'm, not, like, I'm not kidding. Uh, it's like right there. <laughs> Ridge Vineyards. It's in California, uh, but they do a bunch of single vineyard Zinfandel and some Zinfandel blends that are just really cool, different expressions of Zinfandel. I think a lot of times it can be a more simplified version and like very jammy and very fruit forward and very fun. But these are definitely a different expression of it, a little bit more structured, uh, a little more serious but really, really cool wines to try if you're a Zinfandel fan and you want to try something a bit different. And then also, you know, talking about sparkling wine, I think right now, in general, there's a bit of an issue getting champagne into the United States, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. Obviously, with a lot of the shipping issues, I'm sure many different industries are experiencing. Um, Right. So uh, a lesser-known sparkling wine that we would recommend would be like a Franciacorta, from Italy. It's made in the same exact way that champagne is made. like the traditional champagne method, but it's from Italy. So the price point is normally a bit more affordable. So you can still get those bubbles if maybe it's something that people haven't scooped up yet. (laughs) Hopefully you'll see some still on the shelves. And a brand that I really like is uh, Fergatina. So that's definitely one that's super tasty. I mean, I would drink that all day. Mm, It's really tasty. We we did a wine dinner with the winemaker
2: maybe two years ago. Yeah, two years in the fall. It was really fun. So we did a a wine pairing dinner over
1: at La Strega with all the Mm. fruit wines. All bubbles, every course. It was really, really cool. Yeah, you'd be surprised how well sparkling wine honestly pairs with so many different Mm -hmm. dishes. I think that's why it's probably one of my favorites.
2: Yeah, year round. Okay. I feel like we totally suggested sparkling wine for the summer too, but I will
1: suggest it every season. We're oh, going to okay. be like a perfect record. No, I it <laughs> Anytime. Yeah. Daytime, nighttime. Yeah. Agreed. Every season. <laughs>
0: yep. the, I love these mixed drinks that you see, these fall-centric drinks. I've had a couple recently. Do you have any recommendations for the autumn season when it comes to like an apple cider mimosa or like a pumpkin-flavored drink?
2: So I reached out to one of my great friends. His name is Livio Loro, and he owns um, a company called Master Your Glass and it's on YouTube and he teaches everybody how to make fun cocktails and Ooh. he helped me tremendously. So I reached out to him. I was like, hey, I need some ideas for some fall cocktails. And he sent me a few. And one was a sangria, which I was like, everybody's going to think like sangria. because so you can throw a cinnamon in. It. I was like, but he sent me this cocktail called a carnelian and he invented the name. He invented the cocktail. And it has Amber Ale. This one is Great Basin from our buddies up north in Reno. Two ounces of cranberry juice, a half ounce of a fresh lime, which is basically a whole lime squeeze. And then about six ounces of the Great Basin Amber Ale. And you pour it into a chilled glass. And it's basically like this lovely mix of like fall cranberry, the spice notes from the beer. It is really, really beautiful. So I know it's not wine, but it's really, really fun. So if you ever like, I need to mix it up. I want something different. It's a really fun cocktail like to, to enjoy. It's refreshing. And all those beautiful baking spice notes with the amber ale are just perfect for the fall.
1: I definitely think you
2: can also put
1: a little apple cider in. Mm-hmm. And water oh, and water yeah. 100%. Like, yeah. I mean, anytime. I honestly also really enjoy around the holiday time, like a cure royale where you put Ooh, like the little yeah, shot board roller, or a yeah, yeah. little liqueur, you know, yeah. just to make it kind of fun. I think, I don't know, sparkling cocktails are again,
0: the way to go. The way to There's
1: go. a common <laughs> game here. But you know what's open right now that has
2: apple and pear cider is Gilcrease Orchard. So if you're oh, going out no, north, yes. go get you some Gilcrease Orchard. Okay. So one of another amazing idea, which I never suggest putting ice in wine. I mean, if you do that, that's totally okay. But, freeze so get the get yourself some like gill orchard apple cider or pear cider freeze it into ice cubes and throw it in your like favorite sparkling wine so this way it's mm-hmm. starting to chill mm-hmm. it you get this yummy like fruity flavor it's refreshing so it's another really really easy recipe
0: I saw on TikTok the other day, this lady made a apple cider mimosa or like a caramel apple mimosa. It mm-hmm. looked so good. She covered the rim with caramel and then she yeah. made like all those lollipops that they have. That's yeah. what she was trying to recreate, but it looked so good. That's something that we might need to try because I'm like, I need to try that. That is the perfect fall drink.
2: <laughs> so Vivio okay, okay. so, has always said like, we're not drinking, we're learning. So it's... Mm-hmm. Uh, huge opportunity for us to just be learning.
1: Right. Experimenting. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know until you try. Yeah. And the more things you try, the more, you know, yeah. right. Exactly.
0: <laughs> you guys talked about your members only program. Can you go a little bit more in depth about what it is and how people can join?
1: Sure. I think honestly, we just wanted to promote some of the what we consider to be maybe wine focused or wine centric businesses in town. So it's really meant for Las Vegas locals. Um, Although I guess if you were here for the weekend and you plan on hitting up Garagiste, it could essentially pay for itself in a visit um, with your half-off bottles and happy hour wines. But... We did just want to, like I said, kind of give a little focus to some of those businesses that we feel are doing justice to to the wine community here, which includes Corey's, uh, includes Burnt Offerings, which is actually an OU certified kosher restaurant on Sahara near the Strip. As well as a couple mobile vendors, including Trixie's Mobile Bar and Gone with the Wine, mm-hmm. Prosecco. Oh, I follow it. Prosecco bar. Yeah. So, cute. so you get, you get some uh, benefits there. And then also we've done some at-home tasting and uh, cookie decorating kits with cookies and cocktails. So Kristen is the owner of that. She's doing a lot of really fun cookie decorating events during the fall. Um, and she always brings delicious treats, and typically she'll have some kind of a cocktail pairing. She does some with quarries as well. Um, so you can definitely, if you, like I said, members of our club get a discount for any of her events or take-home kits or even her wine or cocktail-themed apparel that she's created. So it's really just kind of bringing the community together and, like I said, allowing especially Vegas locals to take advantage of some great discounts annually and to support some local some local businesses that we truly love and we hope that other people will love as well.
0: You guys have some great social media content. Where can the people follow you on social media to learn more?
2: So you can find our Instagram at Twinkle LV on Facebook. We're under TwinkleToast, or you can follow us on our website at www.twinkletoast.com As i up for our mailing list. We're deep into the YouTube. If you want to find some really old <laughs> hilarious videos of the two of us, you can also find us on YouTube
0: Thank you guys so much for joining me, and I'll see you back here for some winter wine recommendations.
1: And
0: some more more champagne, some more bubbles. (laughs) Yes, some some sparkling recommendations. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Wrestling Wine Down. You can find all of our other episodes available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play iHeartRadio and wherever else you listen to your podcast. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at WWDCAST. Let us know what you thought about the episode. What was your favorite part? Until next time, enjoy your wine and of course, enjoy your wrestling. Cheers!